Hi, everyone. Just a warning. This episode will contain spoilers. Come back to this episode once you've read the entire off-campus series. Also, check trigger warnings before listening as well. Welcome to the first episode of Boozy Book Talk. I'm Sahara. I'm Ren. I'm Jen. And I'm Andy. We're so excited. Welcome to our first episode. <laughs> Yay! We did it, guys. Yeah. We're here, finally. Long time coming. Okay, to kick off the episode, probably should go around and um, say what we're drinking. I currently am trying a new beer. Um, it's Gaffel Kolsch. It's pretty good. My mom, I honestly don't know who bought it. I found it in my fridge. <laughs> That's pretty love. Much. Love that for you. I love that. Cute. Best tasting alcohol. Exactly when it's spring. But it's mm-hmm. really good. I feel like it so far. I've never had it, but. Cute. I'm drinking truly. I think this is going to be consistent for me, but I haven't tried the passion fruit one yet. So yay, I'm excited. Try it for us right for now. You. First sip, yeah. first sip. First sip, go. I like it. It tastes good. Is it sweet? Oh, yeah, it is. I, I've I never think... had real passion fruit, so yeah, oh. me neither, honestly. Rip. I mean, I think I like this one as much as I do the mango one. Have okay. you had the watermelon kiwi? That's my favorite. Oh wait, that one's good too. But I think I like the passion fruit one more. Mm. Yeah, Tea. it is pretty good. Tea. Your turn, Andy. Okay. I'm having the Battle of the Seltzers. I'm having a black cherry white claw. Best um, flavor. I've actually never had this flavor. You'd think it's a basic one. I would, but I haven't. But I like oh my it. God. So when would you have had it? You know. Yeah. Ex- I, yeah. You're so. Yeah. I don't. I've never tasted alcohol Facts. before today. Actually. Facts. So I always forget you're the baby of the group. Mm-hmm. Have you taken a sip yet? You should try it right now. Okay. I I have taken a sip, but we'll do a first we'll do first one on camera. Review. Pretty good. <laughs> Love that for you. Black cherry man. Love classic flavor. <laughs> and you guys know here I am with my regular seltzer. Letting us all down. Um it's a new brand though. It's not bubbly this time. They didn't have any good bubbly flavors when I went to Walmart this weekend. Right. Um, so I got this brand called, I think it's Aha. Um, the packaging's super cute. Of course, I bought it because it reminds me of Harry Styles. Um, it's strawberry cucumber. So the top half is red and the other half, the bottom half is green for people who can't see, you know, to visualize it for you. And it's really good and it's not overpowering. I think it'd be a good mixer. Smells really good. And yeah, I recommend. So once again if any of these brands want to sponsor us we would love that we would love Facts. that it this past weekend um i went out it's all some of my friends and i never i don't know why i never thought to do this but it kind of reminded me when you said it's to be it's going to be a good mixer we had vodka with uh, vodka water and then we added mayo to fl- and honestly it was pretty oh, good okay so, i 
I think I've seen TikToks of that, to be fair. Yeah, my added, I'm sorry, you added what? Mio? It's like the little like flavor oh, drops. Okay, okay. I heard something no, else and I was like, what did you hear? I heard mayo. Like, oh God. I was like, okay, why would it you was add mayo? Actually, really good. Just one spoon of mayo. Right, right, exactly. And nobody even said anything about it. So, <laughs> but it was pretty good. Like, I mean, it wasn't too sweet, but I like sometimes I feel as like I've gotten older at the ripe age of 24, so old. <laughs> I feel like every time I have, like, I'm not a big soda person. So every time I have soda with my drink at the bar, I'm like, oh, I just don't feel good afterwards. I can't like have more than like two. I feel that. So yeah, it was pretty good. You should try it. I will. I'm going to try that next time. Maybe I'll add some drops with when I mix this, you know, with an alcoholic beverage. With your aha. 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 <laughs> so how's everybody's Memorial Day weekend? I mean, it was kind of crappy weather on the East Coast. So, I mean, we didn't do much, but. What about you guys? I had a really good weekend. It was I went to visit Santa Barbara for my brother's birthday, um, and the weather was actually really nice. We went kayaking one day, so you know, living the life. That sounds yeah. so fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I actually also went to Santa Barbara this past weekend, <laughs> but hey. um, not, not not for Andy's <laughs> brother's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't invited. Wasn't invited. <laughs> blame blame him not me I was I the planner not this <laughs> <laughs> no but I I went with my family and I had a good time it was cute we were just like walking around sightseeing do you have a picnic you just love picnics <laughs> no <that>. not this <laughs> time Jen's <laughs> family's big on picnics and I'm obsessed with it I think it's so cute they do that I'm <laughs> with their family I just assume they're having a picnic and I love it Maybe I'll take the idea with my family. You I don't should, know. Like, they won't be down. They'd probably complain the whole time and be miserable. So we'll see. Not this. <laughs> What'd you do, Sahara? Um, again, on the East Coast, it was rainy weather. Um, I read a book on Friday that kept me kind of in a slump for the most of the weekend, to be fair. Um, yeah. So discuss. We will discuss this in a future, a future episode. I'm yeah. excited episode. for that one. I'm excited it's because it's gonna I've... be good, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. So I read that on Friday. Thankfully, Ren um, FaceTimed me in the middle of me reading because it was okay. a rough, rough time. Um, but other than that, I got to see some friends this weekend, which was nice because because of COVID, I haven't really gone out much. So, you know, we're finally slowly transitioning back into normal life. So we did that this weekend, but next week is supposed to be nicer. So I'm hoping for a better week. Cute. Yeah, I hope so too. It was really crappy over here. So you guys can't relate on the West Coast, I guess. Yeah. No, but it's like crappily hot. Yeah. But I feel like, I feel like we have weird weather because in the mornings it's literally like cloudy and then it gets like yeah sunny during the day and hot yeah it was really overcast for until like maybe 2 p.m every day that I was in Santa Barbara and then finally got like to nice sunny weather but it's just like now that I'm back home it's disgustingly hot Mm -hmm. I hate sweating I'm a big Mm -hmm. air conditioning 68 degree girl so same same big fan of air conditioning 
Um, okay, so we're going to start off our first episode. Like Sahara said, we're doing Off Campus by Al Kennedy. Um, basically, how the episode's going to run is we're going to go through each book, starting with Garrett, The Deal, Logan's book, The Mistake, Dean's book, The Score, yes, and then Tucker's book, The Goal. And each of us are kind of go give a big summary, not actually not a big summary, a little paragraph blurb of the book, and we'll just discuss from there. So to start, I will discuss um, Garrett's book. So I think it's really interesting that we're discussing these books because, I mean, obviously they take place in college. The guys are roughly between junior year to senior year of college. And I feel like for me, I was in college a couple years ago, same with Janet Sahara, well, Andy's still in college. So our different ages, locations, I feel like it makes us so different helping bring like different perspectives to the podcast so i'm really excited about for sure. that so, so for garrett's book um garrett graham is the captain of the briar u hockey team and hannah wells is a smart music major garrett is about to fail philosophy and because hannah got an a on the last exam they make a deal that if she tutors him for the upcoming exam so he can play in the next game that he will help Hannah get the football player she has a crush on by helping her elevate her social status. Mm. And we all know how that turns out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a great start book to, I guess, kind of get back into reading. It definitely cured our reading slump. This book is what Sahara found on TikTok to kind of get us into it. Um, do you want to? Yeah. So I found Off Campus through TikTok. Um, I actually saw, I wasn't on BookTok before. I was mostly on One Direction, Harry Styles TikTok. So I've, it was, well, actually I do know how it got on my page. Um, I saw an aesthetic video and someone put like a One Direction picture on there because Hannah obviously loves One Direction. And I was like, okay, like I'm convinced. But then I saw Steph, Boyer I'm not really sure if that's how you say her last name but she also posted another video recommending the series and then I saw another girl post it so after three videos I was like okay this is a sign um so I started reading the book the first book is free on Amazon Kindle um and I was hooked like I literally read it throughout the night saw the sunrise and I was like I need to read the next book and then bought the rest of the series um and then after I finished it couldn't stop thinking about it was the only thing I could talk about. And then I told everyone here, I was like, listen, I found a good book. I know you guys will like it. You have to read it. And I think Andy was the first one to start reading it. And eventually mm -hmm. everyone else started reading it and look at us now. <laughs> You've come so us. far since then. Mm -hmm. it, yes. Should you all say what you're wearing actually right now? Oh yeah. Represent um, minus me. Jen and I are wearing the Briar University sweatshirt and Ren is wearing her Briar Hockey Logan shirt. Yay. I used to sell these on my Etsy. I unfortunately do not sell them anymore, Aww. but they're so comfy and so cute. So I'm sorry to anyone who never got a chance to get them now. <laughs> and before anyone comes for me for being a fake, mine just hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, it's coming. I got one in the last, in the last shipment yeah very soon yeah so as we were saying this is a perfect book and series and kind of to kick off actually Gar I mean Gareth's book is a good way to kick off the whole series it's a very easy read 
it's the typical like you know high or not high school trope but college trope that like the jock and the nerdy girl and they have like really good banter and it's fun it's typical but it's like a guilty pleasure read um so overall I give it a five out of five for one of the for those reasons itself it's just an easy book you can literally finish it in one sitting so good and the trope is fake dating and friends to lovers which I love so yeah I mean I honestly I'm the same way I think this book literally brought me out of my reading slump like the rest of you and it literally gave me nostalgia from like the books that I used to read like when I was younger or in general like it literally had me hugged I couldn't put it down at all I read it in one sitting too um I also give it a five out of five for that reason and I also think that Garrett's the blueprint for mm-hmm. like all of this like this whole series so shout out to Garrett thanks for being the blueprint <laughs> <laughs> yeah I also gave it a five out of five I feel like just for the same reasons I love a fake dating friends to lovers trope um and it's just the classic it's a great it's a good way to start the series for sure yeah like everyone else I also gave it a five out of five it really reminds me of One Tree Hill with Nathan and Haley and that's one of my favorite shows ever and I truly do love the trope of like the jock wants you know Hannah wasn't technically the nerdy girl but you know they were in different like social groups and like Jen said he was the blueprint like I want to I want a Garrett Graham um so yeah great book uh would definitely recommend I'd also recommend it yeah <laughs> yeah I think we all would if you give it a five it's, out of five it's a, it's a consensus yeah we yeah all yeah this book yeah I think like like everybody we kind of all agree I think all of book talk and everybody who's read the book would agree that he is the blueprint he's the typical you know guy that you really hope he's going to be into you he has like, a soft spot for you and it's like seems like attainable to or unattainable to everybody else I yeah. personally to give my first I guess initial thought like but also things I maybe didn't like about the book initially I think maybe the whole stereotype thing of like you know I'm too cool for you I'm a jock that never sits right with me and I think it's just because I'm 24 years old and I'm reading well 23 almost 24 reading this book so I think sometimes when I'm reading it I'm like uh don't love that like in the beginning when he was trying to get Hannah to um tutor him he would literally follow her everywhere and basically stalk her and it's you know it's attractive if you're reading it but it's because he's supposed to be this jock this popular guy I think for me I do love Garrett because like more you see later on with his character but initially I at first I was like sending them Sahara Jen and Andy voice notes like this guy's on my nerves like he's too cocky not my type but I did grow to love him so I feel like that is like one of the downfalls that I probably wouldn't rank his book one out of all, the, all four of them, but I did really like it. It's just probably not my, like, probably my least favorite part about this this particular book. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was more like I loved the trope, and it's literally like a classic. You can't go wrong with this, but it's one of those things that, like, in real life, it doesn't transition well. You have this guy like Garrett with, like, this cocky attitude and, like, better than everyone else like Loki he was like that let's be real (laughs) 
pre-Hannah, of course. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't think in real life that would look well for me. Like that would be a turnoff. A guy like Garrett, like I wouldn't go for it at all. So I think there's also that, but I do like the book and I, I would recommend it. But um, I also, I like, he's like this like alpha male. If there was a moment where like they, they broke up and he told everyone to back off in the book that's hot but then in real life I'd be so pissed off (laughs) like it would piss me off for real like in real life but in the book it's like okay I see you yeah yeah I liked it I liked the hands off like campus so true I forgot what he said but I I was like okay I'm, I'm a little I'm down for it so true what were your favorite parts So I went to D1 school and basketball was really big at my school. Um, So I'm just thinking, like you said, Jen, it's not something that would happen in real life. So I'm just trying to think about like, if a basketball player was like, oh, nobody go after my girl. If like people would actually follow through with it. But like, (laughs) even though my school was so big, everyone knows everyone kind of thing so I feel like him telling other people would like go to like Greek life and everyone and it just would have been like the stupidest thing though it had it been like true but you're right like in the book I was like okay like I'm a little turned on by Garrett like this is kind of hot but like if a basketball player did that at my school I'd have been like that's funny and you're also stupid yeah it's like cringe in real life yeah. yeah I yeah I completely agree I feel like for me, like the way I think of it is a lot of times when things in books make me feel like giddy in real life, I would absolutely hate it. Like, because Box. I would either think it's creepy or like just weird and annoying or just assholey. But in a book, it just like ah! makes me like squeal and like feel like a little schoolgirl. But yeah. in real life, if a guy did that to me or like if I heard about a guy doing that, I would probably like report him to like campus officials and be like this guy is borderline stalker like that's weird (laughs) but in a book it's like love (laughs) yeah that kind of goes into like stuff like why I guess the least favorite aspect of it is it is like immature and like it feels very high school but I will give my favorite part I think this book I mean all of them I think hit on very important topics like in this book Hannah um, was raped in high school so that's a heavy topic that's talked about Garrett suffers abuse from his father at home so I think these topics are like mentioned to an extent that it's important and it kind of you see how I love how the characters kind of interact with it and like kind of, I guess help the other person just like when they're formulating their relationship but I also think it was nice that like this thing that happened to them wasn't the whole story and I think that's why it's like, you know, it's a heavy story. It's lighthearted. It's funny. But I think it has everything in it. And I think that's like a good part about this book in particular. I mean, the whole story, it's the whole series itself, but especially this book. It yeah. hit every single mark. Yeah. And like, while we were saying the possessiveness, possessiveness of Garrett was kind of a turnoff, like in real life, I did love his protectiveness yes. over Hannah. Exactly. And like when they went to the bar and he was like, I'm going to protect you. I'm gonna watch you I loved that and like I think in real life that would be something I would appreciate given Hannah's circumstances and stuff like that so I 
Garrett, the balances Garrett out as a person, I think. So I true. love that bar scene. I almost forgot about it, but that was that was so sweet of Garrett. Mm-hmm. I'm getting emotional. You you guys know I get too emotional. So true. Solid good guy. We love Garrett. Yeah. I also quickly, one of my favorite parts was when Hannah and Garrett are making out for the first time and Dean walks in on them oh and God. is like, what's going on? And, you know, Hannah's like, oh, we're just practicing. Like, I just want to <laughs> see if I'm a good kisser. And Dean's like, okay, well, you need, you know, a second, a you know, second, a, what's the word? Opinion. Yeah. A second opinion. And she makes out with Dean right in front of Garrett and Garrett's Ooh. like, that's when Possessive. he knows. That's when he knows. <laughs> yeah. So good. She was yeah. bold for that, honestly. She was so bold. Love that for her. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was a good part. I just wish that, I mean, this story itself, only thing, a little bit more drama. I mean, that added a good part in it. Like, you kind of see the jealousy aspect of it. Yeah. It wasn't really enough, I guess, the word angst, I like. But that was a good part, I think, added into a kind of the storyline. You can see their jealousy when they start liking each other. That is a good part. Yeah. Part. Yeah. I also did love how much of their friendship that you see, like yes. you, I feel like you really see the friends to lovers happening, like with them watching Breaking Bad together and just all the other stuff. It just warms my little heart. So true. Okay. So now we'll move on to the next book, The Mistake, my favorite one, my favorite guy. <laughs> well, I have to give a shout out to Logan, right, Ren? Yes, we love Logan. We're so big true. Logan enthusiasts. As we should. Okay, so basically, John Logan's a junior in college. He's a hockey star and a ladies' man with charm. He fears graduating because he'll basically be forced on a dead-end road. And apart from that, he has a crush on his best friend's girlfriend. And then you have Grace Ivers, who's a freshman. She's quiet and timid. And they meet and they hang out and she really likes him. And... For him, she's a good distraction, but then he makes the mistake of pushing her away when he realizes that he's using her, but then he vows to win her back the following year. But then Grace comes back her sophomore year stronger than ever, and she doesn't want to let her heart get broken again. So it's a matter of like, will Logan be able to win her back? And will he? I don't know. You have to read the book. I mean, you'll probably you'll probably find out yeah, as we, we talk. Hope, we but hope you read it. Hopefully, you already read it, so you know. Facts, facts. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, Jen, what would you rate this book? Five out of five. Bye. Yeah, five out of five. No, literally, I love this so much. L- okay, all of her books are. You can read them so quickly; they're quick reads. But I really, I loved him so much. I fell in love with him. He's literally the type of guy like I'd go for in real life. And I think that's what I loved about him. He was cute and charming. And I don't know, he's, I don't know, I love him. What were your thoughts? Um, so I give it a four out of five. Boo! Okay, before they boo me, they'll boo me the whole time. But Thanks. I need to clarify myself the whole, I just, <laughs> I'm going to get heated. Um, I give this a four out of five. Logan is not, he's still on the top. If you if I'm ranking all eight boys, he's still fairly on the top. For me personally, all the boys. What run? I've seen your rank. He's not. Yeah, the top. you can not see your my top rank. Liar. Okay, 
what Ren and Jen don't understand is for me personally, all these boys are top tier. Like it's really hard to like say they're not top tier, at least in my yeah. opinion. So yeah. I give them a four out of five. For me personally, the book didn't excite me as much as some other books did, but I love Logan. I love the way he treats Grace. I like Jen said, he's the guy I usually go for in real life, but that's probably why him Logan himself is a little bit lower on my list is because you want what you can't have you know what I mean but like in real life Logan is exactly who I would go for even like look wise like I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be like brunette with like blue eyes and that is my type to a T like every single guy that I've ever gone for is that description like Logan is it but for me personally the book just it was a tad bit boring like I wanted a little bit more to it like Ren was saying before about the deal she wishes there was a little more drama and I also wish that for this book but overall I did really like it Ren and Jen will come for me for this because I don't have him at number one deserve but I do love Logan and I love Grace Andy are you gonna back me up here thing is luckily Sahara's or I got Sahara's back because uh, <laughs> okay, okay. I'm the same way flops I, unite. Uh, yeah flops united I also give <laughs> I, also, I also give this one a four out of five um do love Logan I do love the book he's just not my favorite um honestly for pretty much the same reasons as Sahara said um like I said with the deal I like or I get giddy with books and I definitely did get giddy with this book at times um but I feel like just not as much as I would have liked and so because of that it's a little lower on the ranking but overall love Logan just not a fave okay here I come run back us up up. (laughs) here I go oh no and I'm going last so overall five out of five amazing I can just go on about Logan forever so I personally love hey, the story itself. I love how they met. I think yeah. it was unexpected. It was fun. It was witty. I think it wasn't what I expected. Like I, I feel like, you know, to you expect college, they're going to meet in the classroom, like her, uh, Hannah and Garrett did, but they meet in an unexpected way. He knocked It was like a meet cute, friend. literally a meet yeah. cute. So cute. And he just, the thing I mentioned with Garrett is like the least fair part of him in the story was I felt he was too cocky like I can't stand a guy like that but Logan he is the nice guy but also it's like you know he's exciting at the same time like he has like a hint of Garrett in him as well and I think you know Garrett always kind of threw his status in her face like Hannah's face but for example in this like Logan never cared he never did that to Grace Grace was a freshman I really nobody he had no idea who she was but he like just like thought she was like the coolest sweetest girl the first time he met her she's so sweet I really resonate with her I love their story I think it's so exciting I think it's not predictable at all I mean I think when I was reading this I feel like I resonated with Grace a lot because in high school I didn't get I didn't have a million boyfriends in college I a little more I saw a little more guys but I didn't have a million boyfriends too and I think when you're so young and an older, attractive hockey guy is trying to win you back, he would just go back. But she was a badass and never did. Yep. They made him yep. for it. I mean, she that should. Was, yes. I thought, you know, I think predictable would have been her taking him back, but she didn't. And I thought 
so much fun. She's the best. I love her. I love him. I can go on about them forever. I just, he's the type of guy I would date. I love him so much. He deserves more. Yeah, and they had cute moments, literally, that one part where um, they didn't believe her that she was hanging out with him, and he overheard, and then he went, and he, like, basically, like, he was, like, her alibi, and he was, like, hey, like, I don't know, he kind of, he defended her. Yeah. I love that. They were trying to make her look like an idiot, like, oh, this freshman was, like, oh, I've talked and hooking up with this older guy. He was, like, first of all, she wasn't doing that. He Facts. knew, honest, I don't think he even would have cared. He went and was like, I'm not going to have somebody who I like look like an idiot. And he defended her and didn't care about social status. And that's why I love him so much. So true. Bren, if this book, if Grace took Logan back immediately, like after the summer happened, the book would have just ended. That's why mm-hmm. it's still predictable. Like he had to chase for her. Like she gave him this list and he had to do like all these like crazy fun things in order to get Grace. But like, ha- like had Grace taken him back, like the book would have never, you can't like it would have been so boring. You can't do that because that's literally any book. If something didn't happen, exactly. then you wouldn't have a story. No, no, exactly. That's the point I'm trying to tell Ren is the predictable part. She said, if, she took him back like it would have been predictable but sometimes things are predictable to a t like for example the deal like the beginning yeah. to end you literally have everything and you predict it from beginning to end oh this is gonna happen it happens oh this is gonna happen it happens with get with logan and grace you have moments but there's i don't know there's a little more dimension in my opinion to it compared to the deal i will agree with you yeah on I do, I do think for me, it was predictable, just in a different predictable way. Like it wasn't the same story as like the deal. So is it predictable in that sense? But like, I do feel like I had kind of, I could tell that she was going to have like an off period with him and then she was going to well, do something like well, I, I, mean, I, yeah. I knew that was the direction it was going in. And also I meant to say before as well, <laughs> to me personally, Logan is quite the simp big old simp boy vp of simp nation <laughs> and so first yes thank you sahara when i first read and it and what about it and what about no, no, it? And what we're trying to say is that there's but nothing I, bad about it no we're nothing bad with thing. it but i'm just not a big simp fan in books and when i first read it i was like he is the president of simp nation i later not. read sorry i'll keep what? that in mind for what else i'll keep that in mind for something else that about you not liking simps all right okay. <laughs> i'm intrigued by this point yeah, so when I first read it, I sorry about my dogs, <laughs> listeners, but when I first read it, I thought he was the president of Simp Nation. I later on read more. He was demoted to VP, but he's still high up in the president or in the Simp Nation uh, power. Don't you worry, Ren and Jen. We also have a position for Garrett. We have a position for Dean, their secretary, there's treasure. Don't worry, they're secretary. not left out. They're not, not left secretary. out. <laughs> um, I think it would have been predictable if, like, you know, when he texts was trying, he tried after he t- had the conversation with Hannah and she still was not about it. Then Ramona texted him and he, like, I feel like there could have been opportunities. Like, Elle could have written this, wrote in the, written the story I can't speak today written the story before they went to summer and like they had a whole summer together like that would have been maybe predictable but I know you're saying like you know I think she tried something different uh, and I think the little whole like 
I know Sahar might think it's cheesy, the whole list of things to do. I thought that was exciting. I love that. It's cute. Like, it's cheesy. Like, but that's like cute. Like, I just wanted a little more drama because, you know, you read books to kind of get out of your real life. That's all I'm saying. Like, I really didn't hate the book. I did love the book. Um, And you two will come at me just because I don't have it as number one. But I just like, it was a cute, cheesy book. You know, sometimes you need something like that. So I totally get that and your perspective as well. Yeah, I just love their, I mean, I think besides the story part, I just think him and Grace were so cute together. Everything Facts. about them was so adorable. Like, which we call him Johnny, I would literally die. I don't know why, but that was so cute. I, they had such good moments, like the Twitter scene, the Twitter, um, the cafeteria scene. Jen yeah, and question hit me. Oh, yeah, that's Jen. Come on now. That, that was a cute thing that they had. I did like that. I do love that she calls him John and not Logan. Like, I think that's like a cute, like special moment. Are you crying, Ren? No. I'm <laughs> tearing over, over Logan. Not this, not this. What, what now? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't judge. I cry all the time. You already know this. Facts. <laughs> Maybe I'm crying. I don't know. Okay. So I guess we should hop over to the third book my favorite book, my favorite guy. <laughs> um, the score is about Hannah's best friend, Allie, who just got out of a long-term relationship. And she ends up having a one-night stand with Mr. Dean DeLaurentis, who is Garrett's roommate. Dean is a player type of guy. He can literally get any girl he wants when Allie actually goes into his place. He's actually in the middle of a threesome. So that kind of explains Dean to a T. Um, so yeah, they have this one night stand and Dean just can't get enough of Allie. He wants Allie and only Allie. So Dean convinces Allie to start hooking up with him, but she's not too keen on it at first, but who can really resist Dean? Not me. That's for sure. I sure sure can't. Yeah. (laughs) Um, obviously you guys can probably guess I give this five out of five. (laughs) Dean's my favorite. Um, this had everything that I like. Friends with Benefits is one of my favorite trope, along with, you know, fake dating and enemies to lovers. But I just thought the story was exciting. It wasn't like a boring moment for me personally. Um, I love Allie so much. Um, She's definitely one of my favorite girl characters. And I mean, obviously, I'll have more to say once um, Jen and Ren speak. But (laughs) Andy, what did you think? Uh, I'm on your side once again. This is a common <laughs> trend we'll probably see throughout the episodes. Yep. Sahar and I leaning towards one side and Jen and Ren towards the other. Um, love love him. Love this book. Five out of five. Ten out of five. Top one of the four for sure. He is my love. I also love Friends with Benefits. I'm a big fan of that trope. Uh, I also really loved Allie. Um, I like acted in high school and stuff. So I loved that about her, that she was an actress and also who doesn't love like the secret, like taming the wild man, you know, (laughs) getting him so hooked on your cooch that he just can't leave. You know, (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't love that? So for that reason, Dean, love him forever. Exactly. Jen. The antis, antis, you want to go? Antis. Okay. I okay. First of all, f- 
friends with benefits is literally one of my favorite tropes. Like oh, that's it? like it really as is. it should be. As it with should that be. being said, that being said, I give this a four out of five because okay, honestly, Dean, like reading the book, like I loved him. I loved who he was, and like I love that cockiness too. And like he's you know, he he knows who he is and like he doesn't give a fuck. But with that being said, there were moments where he fucked up at the end. Like when everything goes downhill, he only looked out for himself, in my opinion. Like he literally stopped caring about other things, which I, I guess it's warranted because of what happened. Like Bo died, his closest friend died. But I don't know. I, yeah, I, he, it went downhill for me at that point that I give it a four out of five overall. Ren? I also give it a four out of five. Okay, so I'm not a Dean hater. Facts. Even though Sarah thinks I am, I'm not. Exactly. Um, I never bashed Logan, and you called me a Logan hater, where you have bashed Dean before, might I clarify. This is true. I have not called you a Logan hater. Mm, that's not true. I just, that's literally not true. I'm about Logan, to bring up the receipts. Logan hater is not in my vernacular it's not you implied it facts anyway you got me there you got me there if i would i would please and i will i'll do it right now so anyway (laughs) i do like dean i do okay the thing with dean is like i said for garrett he's a little different in the cocky I guess realm like he's not cocky with his social status he's more cocky with his looks and that's totally fine like I he's love vain that. yes yeah and, I mean like, like I clearly you can tell another kind of guy I would go for but I think he's exciting I just feel like so Dean I mean the end of this book and then carried on to I guess into Tucker's book it rubbed me the wrong way so I guess I don't I'm not obsessed with Dean in that way I do think he's really good qualities I love that I think him and Ellie's relationship, a lot of the time you see, they do have like an emotional side, but there's a lot of just like sex. And that was fun. That was just, that makes sense for Dean's story. I think he was very empowering. I think he was very comfortable with sexuality, made Allie comfortable with her sexuality, thought she was, made sure she knew she was beautiful, hip drop, everything. Very empowering kind of boyfriend. And I think that's very important. I just feel like, I don't know, he's got my nerves. Like Facts. for some aspects of it, like, like what Jen was saying, but it's not even him as much as it is the story. I'm just not a huge, the story, I was kind of bored in some aspects. I was. He has exciting parts, like the alleyway scene after the bar, the part where like Allie is, I guess her name's Sean, her ex-boyfriend, the yeah. whole like thing there. That's a good part. I just feel like I don't, I'm not obsessed with him. And I feel like there wasn't enough, like in every other guy, there was something about them. They kind of went through some struggle. You kind of saw them grow. To me, I didn't really see anything grow besides not being a fuckboy and getting in a committed relationship. But I do love him. I'm not a hater, but I do love him. Okay, so Jen mentioned before about Bo's death. And that is like so key into Dean's story. Because if we Mm -hmm. didn't have that death, then it would just been like Dean being a fuckboy, Dean and Ellie somehow being in a relationship. Well, yada 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 there would have been it literally would have been like straight sailing there would have been no yeah. like bump in the road mm-hmm. so that death was needed for dean because like 
Dean is okay. So Dean's from Connecticut. He's from this town called Greenwich. It's like the richest town in like the state. And honestly, Dean is not my type at all. Looks wise, personality wise. Like, of course he's the guy, like if he was on campus, I'd be like, oh, he's so hot. But like, I would never physically try to go for him. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why I like him so much because he's so unattainable and I would never actually go for him in real life. So he's this really rich guy, has always had things handed down to him in life. So he's never had to care for anyone besides himself. He, you know what I mean? His parents always give him everything he's ever needed. Um, like in the beginning of the story, he's going to be a lawyer because his parents are lawyers and his whole family are lawyers and yada, yada, yada. So because of Bo's death, and I know, Jen, you didn't like the way he handled things. But again, I don't know. I don't know how I would react if like my best friend passed away, you know, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like, again, he's not real, but like putting yourself in his shoes just to see like how he would be. And then after that hiccup and after losing Allie, I think that hit him hard enough to mm-hmm. be like, I need to figure out my shit. I need to figure out what I really want in life. If Allie is it. And that's where his character development comes into play. I know it took a little bit longer because I think Bo's death was more towards the end of the book, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense because after they get together, then what's the point of the book, you know? Um, but I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. And I was res- like, obviously I love hearing both of your opinions because I like that we have drastic, you know, differences in taste and guys and stuff but yeah (laughs) I think also like Dean like I guess it just maybe just like my story type I'm into I maybe want more drama I feel like Dean's growth was just like you said it's within himself versus the other growth was kind of like stuff that they couldn't other people were influencing it so I guess it does make sense. And I did love like when he changed his career path to become a teacher. And this time you would see the scenes with like him and the young girl and he was like teaching them hockey. I thought that was so cute. I did mm-hmm. love, I think, I mean, Dean was always a sweetheart with like that, like cocky side. But I mean, I think just the growth was just more within itself, which I'm like, eh, but I know what you mean. It is, it was needed. And I think his relationship with Allie was important for his story because of his type of character he was. In every book, he was hooking up with a million girls. So it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. I personally still really recommend this book. I do agree that like how everything happened at the end wasn't the best, but I do find it really realistic. Um, I feel like, you know, death triggers so many different reactions out of people. And I feel like that's a very um realistic one and so I think it was fair that that's what brought about his growth and it at the very least it brought about his growth so you know something good yeah if anything it did cause growth as a person so I very much highly recommend this book if not just for (laughs) Dean and him being a sexual teddy bear who love him I too obviously recommend so I recommend it too yeah it's a good book it's just not my favorite it's not like my top one yeah Yeah, totally fair okay so the last book in the off-campus series is the goal so at the end of Dean's book the score John Tucker reveals that he's going to be a dad And the goal begins just a few months before that revelation where he meets Sabrina James, a hardworking student with her sights set on going to law school at a bar. 
They hook up having what was supposed to be a one night stand, but Tucker wants to keep it going. When Sabrina finds out she's pregnant, their lives and love become more complex than they could have expected that night at the bar. So for me personally, this was my least favorite of the four. I give this one a three out of five. I don't really like pregnancy tropes. Um, so I think I love Tucker. He's a very lovable guy. He's like a great person, but I don't love pregnancy and they frustrated me a lot. So three out of five. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd also rank it the same way a three out of five for me, it was more, it was boring and I don't feel like it was going anywhere after a while. Like it was, it was, it's hard to read for me when I'm not interested so mm-hmm. it, it took me a while to finish this book, like maybe two or three days because I just wasn't into it. Like on paper, he's perfect. He's the perfect guy, but there was no fire to it. There was no sizzle. There was nothing to it. And I also, I don't feel like the story kind of, like I didn't know it was ending until it ended. Like I really, like there was no resolution to it for me. I don't know. Like I was literally waiting for the next chapter and I realized it was done. I don't know. It it wasn't my favorite, so I give it a three out of five. So like Jen and Andy, I also give this a three out of five. I can't stand the pregnancy trope at all. Like I will not read it, and I actually took a mini break before I went into Tucker's book, Um, just because I was like, do I really want to read it? And then people on TikTok were saying that it's actually really good. So, and I'm, I am happy that the pregnancy didn't take up most of the book. It was more towards the end, which I like, but what bothered me is that Sabrina would have never continued to pursue Tucker had it not been for the baby. Like, like Jen said, there was no spark. There was no sizzle. There was nothing of that sort that like made you like feel all giddy about them. Like, John Tucker makes me feel giddy, but the relationship itself doesn't. And also, as much as I want to say I love John Tucker, he's a yeehaw boy, and I would never go for a yeehaw boy. Like, he's too perfect. Like, he has no flaws, and I just... Except for being a yeehaw. Except for being yeehaw, of (laughs) course. But it just feels very unrealistic of how perfect he is. Um, So, yeah, I did not really like it. But I do love John Tucker, Mr. President of Simp Nation. Ren, what did you think? Um, I also gave it a three out of five. So so I go through kind of waves with this story. Like I like it. I want to give it a little bit higher, but then I'm like, two out of five. Like I don't know. So I'm gonna give it a three. I think I'm gonna disagree. I think for me it depends on the type of story and like the characters that I like pregnancy trope. Like growing up, I used to watch Secret Life of American Teenager and I loved the show. Don't ask me why. I just did. Me too. And- I loved it. <laughs> but I don't know why I don't like reading it then. And I glamorize preg- teen pregnancy. Like I'm not, I will admit that. So I think it's for me, it just depends. Not even, not even about the trope. I just felt like kind of what we were saying before. He's a perfect guy. He's the kind of guy you want to marry. I just want some growth. Like he's always perfect. There was no change and especially since the off-campus series itself is more centered on the boys' books and the prior you is more the girls' books, I felt like this book was more Sabrina's book. And it didn't make any sense to me. I think when she was introduced in Dean's book, I was like, this girl is the next girl. Like, this makes no sense. Like, we don't really like her in his book. Yeah. I Now from seeing her perspective, I do like her as a girl. I think she's badass. I love that she's, you know, in law school. I'm in law school. I love that. Um, I just like they had no chemistry. 
she he gave more than she ever gave and I kind of the one thing I loved about the series that actually like kind of drew me in was the, the friendship aspect of it he always felt like a side character to me like he was kind of in there and like Garrett's book a little bit in Logan's but I feel like he kind of start fading out and I guess it makes sense when you look at his story because of Dean's book he was kind of seeing her secretively on the side I don't know I feel like he was more a side character I like when the girls are somewhat intertwined even though kind of Grace was off to the side too she was really in her own element and I just I didn't really love them I didn't get excited I kind of just wanted it to end <laughs> but I did like it. it wasn't bad but I mean, that's just my overall thoughts with this story. I mean, I tr- truly think you can skip it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Book of Briar You. You could skip yeah. it if you like. But I did like I do recommend reading it. It had good parts. But yeah, those parts of it, I guess I didn't really like. Like you said, Ren, he did feel like such a side character. And I don't know if anybody else saw, like for listener rise, um, Elle Kennedy actually posted a TikTok saying that she was actually going to kill John Tucker instead of Bo. And like that kind of just makes sense of her saying that because we barely saw mm-hmm. Tucker in any of the other books. Like we didn't feel that same love for that for him as we did with the other guys. Um, so it kind of I don't know. I, I wish she knew she wasn't going to kill him off so we could have develop that love for him through the other books because we definitely saw Dean and Logan a ton in like Garrett's book and like whoever else's books but I was to say the least I was very shocked yeah I think if yeah I didn't really love him like in all the other books like he was just barely there so yeah Mm -hmm. I do agree with that point I think maybe she didn't plan because didn't she say she was actually she wrote it and then she had like I guess readers tested out and it didn't test yeah beta readers said Mm -hmm. it, it was yeah they planned to take him out. I feel like she probably knew that like kind of early on. So maybe if she didn't, she would have wrote him in more and get gave him more personality. <laughs> like, I don't know. But I mean, it makes sense if you look at it that way, but it's still kind of disappointing look, looking at the other books and how good they were. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if this is bad to say, but I feel like she would have been good with Bo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. They had so much chemistry. I, I do feel like they had that fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she even just, just from like the tiny interactions they had. Exactly. Yeah, she could have just made off campus a three part series at that this point. To be fair, if she had killed off John Tucker, which I think was the plan when she was gonna kill Tucker off, was just to end it with Dean. Yeah. To clarify, we don't hate. John Tucker. I feel like I have to say no, his no, full no. name. Like yeah. I don't just call him Tucker. I have to say John Tucker. Um, when we don't I, hate him. I don't. Yeah. When I think of John Tucker, have you guys seen that movie John Tucker Must Die? I literally yeah. connected <laughs> yeah. to that. So I have to call him. Very Tucker. different personalities. So yeah. true. Literally. But yeah, I. Yeah, I don't hate him. I, I just. Him. Yeah, I like him. I just the book itself it didn't do Excite. much for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think following the other three and being the the last book of the series, you kind of have like a certain level of expectations and some hype built up behind it. So because of that, it just kind of like very much fell through even more so, like given everything else, I think. Maybe if it was with another girl, like I think that could honestly could have helped. I I think this million times I can always hammer it home, but they had no chemistry. I think that's what really kind of killed it. Like, I wonder yeah. 
And when I was reading it, I kind of wondered, like, where did Elle get this from? I guess, you know, the guy, the girl that she doesn't really fit in with them. She's does her own thing, independent, had, like, some tension with Dean. I guess it kind of makes sense. And he's a sweet guy, so you never think they would get together. But I don't know. I'm like, it's just so random. Yeah. Yeah. I don't necessarily think they didn't have chemistry, but I feel like I was just so, they were on two different planes. She wanted a one night stand. He wanted to continue hooking up and possibly develop something further. And, uh, but they were forced to be on the same plane because of the pregnancy. And so because of that, I think that's kind of the only reason. And even without, throughout the pregnancy and even after the birth, they still weren't together together. And that just frustrated me to no end because you knew they both had feelings for each other, but at least she kept denying them. Um, and kind of rightfully so, given what? She strung him along and it made me so mad. Yeah. And so I think it was just that for me, why I didn't like them together. Because I, I do think they had chemistry. Like their first scene together, I feel like there was definitely chemistry. It just like they were just on different planes and they didn't align. Well, to me, like it's, hmm. I do think she strung him along. But at the same time, I'm like, if she wasn't interested, like she wasn't interested. She's not obligated to like go out with him just because he's so interested. And I also think like in my opinion that just brings up the fact that like in my head like okay if she wasn't pregnant would she have given him a chance you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I don't know no I she wouldn't have like you could tell after their one night stand she was like no like I need to focus on my career like Mm -hmm. you're not in the picture like that's what makes me so mad is if the baby wasn't there, John Tucker wouldn't be there. Like I wanted more sparks. Like I love John. Uh, like, oh my God, I was going to just call him John. I love Tucker and Sabrina, but like separately, like, I think she's such a yeah. badass woman. Like I wish I could be everything Sabrina is like, she's so strong headed and I love her, but I just love them separately. <laughs> yeah. I love them as people. Yeah. As people, exactly. yes. But not a couple. Yeah. So I think to kind of end us going through the whole series, we kind of, this is, there's this thing where everybody ranks the boys overall in the series. Ooh, it's dun, dun, dun. I think you probably can guess who we each rank. So <laughs> I will go first. Um, I rank Logan, then Garrett, then Dean and Tucker. I mean, self-explanatory. Facts. But- yeah, my rank is Logan, Garrett, Dean, and Tucker. Same as Ren. Superior Thanks. taste, as we should. Yep. Mine is Dean, Garrett, Logan, Tucker. As if no one could guess that. Yeah, with one more surprise, mine <laughs> is also Dean, Garrett, Logan, and then Tucker. Yeah, I feel like for off campus, like this series, we're all, it makes sense. Like it's kind of predictable who we guess. I think next, when we get to next episode, we're doing Briar U, we're kind of all over the place. We can vary. So that'll be more exciting. But I think yeah. this, you know, from hearing us talk about each book, makes sense. Pretty predictable. But it's always still fun to do. Because I think for me in the beginning, kind of changed between Garrett and Dean, like flipping. Oh, for sure. But yeah. one. So thanks so much for listening. Next episode, we're going to do Briar U and we have a fun 
drinking game with the podcast episode. Drinks with superlatives for all the Briar Unoff campus boys. So look out for that. So like Ren said, our next episode will be Briar U, the sister series to Al Kennedy's off-campus series. It will be uploaded on July 5th at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you read them. You'll probably fly through them just like you did with these books and get ready for that episode. Yeah, and you can follow us on our socials at Boozy Book Talk Pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else. Thanks for listening. Cheers. 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 Cheers.